Hi. <clears throat> Let's start chapter two. Okay. In chapter two, we'll be talking uh, about managing information system. And the learning objective is after reading this chapter, you will be able to answer the following question. What are business processes? How are they are related to information system? And how do information systems serve the different management group in the business? How do systems that link the enterprise improve organizational performance? And why are systems for collaboration and for and social business so important? And what technology do they use? <clears throat> what is the role of information system function in business? Here is, um, we're talking about a problem, you know, and we were running to this problem many times. We had bosses going or somebody with a good contact going to getting trained and they're not passing the train because when they come back, they're so busy in their other works. So the problem with training was expensive, much knowledge was resident in the employees many of whom were expected to retire soon. So sometimes the trip uh, to get trained is very expensive and it's a very attractive area. So people have a tendency to go for that training. And when they come back, they do not share that training. Um, <clears throat> the solution for such thing is not because they don't wanna share the training, they don't have a means to share the training sometimes. And the solution is used a SharePoint to develop team site and share knowledge and uh, knowledge uh, sharing there. SharePoint allows group to share documents and work together. Um, business process and information system in the same field we would take on a business process is it is the manner in which work is organized coordinate and focused to produce a valuable product or a service so the flow of the work this the flow of work needs some coordination in certain way of a flow and it will be turned into a valuable product or service. And every business is a collection of business processes. So there is a small business processes. So every business collected from that. Now, this is one of the things that you might, as an organization, want to change your business processes and you utilize a software, or you might find a software that is not or a solution that does not meet your business processes and but just meets your business functions. And that could be a very challenging thing. Information technology enhance the business processes, as we said, increase the efficiencies of existing business processes and enable a new process that can transform the business. You see somebody like Oracle's uh, SAP, uh, they say best practice, best practice, best processes. We will be converting you to the best processes that is done. Uh, but they don't say the best process, say that it's a best practice. Now, business processes, a workflow of material, information, knowledge, also sets of activities, steps of it, also maybe tied to functional area to be, or be cross-functional. Business can be seen as a collection of business processes, as we said, and business processes may be assets or liabilities. So if the business processes is inefficient or not necessary, that makes it a liability. 
And if that business processes is part of important activity that gives it a more important. Let me give you an example. We had um, to submit a proposal in one of these countries. And before we submit a proposal, they said, well, one of the people in charge of uh, uh, accepting this proposal, he has to stamp on these proposals. So we went there running, trying to find that person. When we found that person, that person forgot his stamp at home. So that was kind of a funny, we had another case where the person did not show up, so nobody's stamping. Now, if this is important, and they are, they became part of the liabilities, and probably it's not as important as accepting the verification of our proposal through our document signing these documents and not waiting for somebody with a, just a stamp to stamp the things. <clears throat> Example of uh, business, business processes, um, we can uh, talk in field of, for example, uh, manufacturing. Um, in the manufacturing, we can talk about assembling um, the product. That's one of the business processes. And probably if you took supply chain management, a part of this, you will learn about how you do uh, assembling. Um, the other thing that you need to probably look at it, probably check the qualities, the quality of the work. And uh, this is one of the things that you probably look at in it, uh, producing uh, bills of materials in the field of sales and marketing, identifying customers, making customer aware of a product, uh, selling the product. In a field of uh, finance and accounting, you have uh, processes like paying a creditors, creating financial statement and managing accounts. These are all processes. And in the field of a human resource, probably hiring employees, evaluation employee job performance and enrolling the benefit plans. Um, if we take the, the order fulfillment processes, so let's say somebody delivers a sale. When he delivers a sale, um, generate the order, and then he submit the order. The order will be going to the accounting department. They check the credit of the buyer, for example, and if they approve it, if they don't approve it, goes back to the sales. If they approve it, goes to approve uh, to the approved credit, and when it's approved is become going to the manufacturing, which is they assemble the product. But after it gets approved, it also goes to the generated invoice. And when they assemble the product in manufacturing and production, they ship the product and goes back to the sales uh, that they have done it and they're counting. So they will be in a track of it. So these are order fulfillment processes. How the information technology improve business processes? We said example uh, of a function of processes, manufacturing and production. They assemble the uh, the product, so th there is a MRP solution, and they also counting the product. There is a, a, a application that we will be talking about. It is how you look at an, an, a, a producing one unit made of how many units and those units, uh, uh, how many units is made of and each one, how many units it needed to uh, assemble the final one. So uh, an application like that will be calculating for you and be connected to the warehousing also to see if these are the initial unit or original units are available. In the sales and marketing, 
identifying a customer, potential customer like CRM and all these things. In the finance and accounting, you creating a financial statement automatically and in the human resource, hiring employees, um, uh, you can do a competency management, you, and competency management can be by position or by individual uh, or by a direction. So these are all the things that can be set up in the application or in the information technology to improve the business processes. <clears throat> you need to, in the, uh, when we use the technology, we will increase the efficiency of existing processes because the information will be move, moving smoothly. There will be automation steps that were manually done and now electronically. And also enabling the entirely new processes that are capable of transforming the business, like changing the flow of the information, replacing sequential step by parallel steps, and eliminating delays in decision making. And uh, we always, as we said, when you utilize an application or a solution, it can uh, meet your demand, needs or functionalities, and also meet your uh, the processes, evaluation and approval processes also. Type of information system. You know, there is something called a transaction processes system which is abbreviated as a TPS. It performs and record daily routine transaction necessary to conduct a business. So what's a daily routine transactions are, for example, like sales order entries, the payroll, the shipping. These are routines work, which is to perform and record it routinely allows managers to monitor the status of the operation. So if you are having an application that's running the production, you know where, how many units at which stage is getting produced. Serve the optional levels and say, serve the predefined structure goals and decision-making. For example, if you look at a payroll TPS, and we said the TPS is transaction processing system. So if we look at the payroll transaction processing system, we will see like there is a payroll system, which is, is digging into the employee uh, and file data here, name, address, pay rate, gross paid, how much they're getting paid, how much taxes, net pay, and all this information. You do online queries and employee data is get extracted and then it goes to the general ledger for the salary payment. And then you manage a report and part of this goes to the connected to the government also and the employee generate employee paycheck. So these are the TPS of a, a payroll. Now, when it comes to the business intelligent or BI, a business intelligent system for decision-making, business intelligent, and we said maybe later on we'll be focusing one, one class on BI application, and we will be examining one of the top application is used uh, worldwide. Um, business intelligence is the data and software tools for organizing analyzing and providing access to a data to help the manager and other enterprises use and make or more informed decision. So in a way you can use also what if analysis or you collect the data and showing you whether in a pie chart or histogram or whatever the information. So it's easy for the management also to see the sales cycle, where is the sale is happening, the production, where is uh, the production's speed fast? Where is the slow? These are all makes help you to really um, do the understanding, which is, is a, it's called a business intelligent. And 
they are kind of uh, part of the management information system. They have, it could be a decision support system, DSS, and could be on a very high level for the top managers, executive support system. So the DSS mostly for online management and middle, middle management, but the ESS executive support system is on the high level, which is the information that ES uh, executive looks for it is different than the information that decision support or the middle and lower level management makes. Now, <clears throat> how the in management information system obtain their data from, uh, from the organization TPS? It's basically, you know, they do have the database. So they have the order file and one server production master file and say accounting file. So the, when an order, pro, uh, order processing is happening within the part of the TPS, and this order processing has the material resource and planning system uh, for it to produce and, and goes to the general ledger. They're all generated. And then the MIS or management information system will extract these data from all these different applications, puts it in the sales data from the order processing system. Then uh, probably the consumption, it comes from the unit product and cost data and the, the product change data and the expense that has been col collected as a cost and all generated within the MIS management information system and it became a, a report or like a, you know, they can utilize a crystal reporting or a different application for that. And or could be online display as, as we said, as a pie or histograms for their managers. <clears throat> Um, sample of MIS report, for example, a manager can look at as, you know, of the product code and the product description, sales region, in which regions were sold, actual sales versus the planned sales or potential sales, and can compare it percentagely whether they are um, meeting their target or below the target and passing the target and can help them to make some decisions, which regions they should do, which salesperson they should focus or help. All this information that help the management, middle management and the front end line manager to support its own employees and its own operation. Now, this is a case where I'm not gonna talk about it so much, but I'm just gonna give you an example that we've run to it. So it's, uh, you know, it's about can airline solve their bag handling problems? What type of transaction are handled by bag handling system? What are the management organization and technology component or bag handling system? You need to look at it, think about it. What is the problem these bags handling system are trying to solve? Discuss the business impact of this problem. Are today the bag handling system a solution to this problem? What kind of management report can be generated from the data? Um, let me give you an example. In Dubai, they did one calculation in the Dubai airport. They said if the customer, uh, the, 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 you know, the person who comes into Dubai airport and wants to enter the Dubai or vice versa, if we move him 10 minutes faster, we will be generating sales over $180 million worth of sales into the for their free zone purchase. And the reason they found out when the, when the, when the person uh, finished his work, finished collecting his bag very quickly, he will have a free time to go and buy some alcohol or perfume or something in the free duty shops. So they managed to have a very quick and align their process where they managed to get the person from the door of the airport to the door of the uh, uh, plane or vice versa faster 
in 10 minutes. And they have started generating over $180 million extra sales from their free duty shops. So these are calculation is done uh, and accordingly they done that. But one more thing they wanted to add is uh, a friend of mine was traveling to uh, Israel and basically all their bags were uh, using an RFID. So when you are managing your bag, you get your bags and they put a sticker RFID on your bag. And then when you go to, to the, to the <clears throat> uh, place to pick up your bag, it's already searched. And they also add one more sticker to your ticket or your passport. So if they don't match and you're carrying a bag that doesn't match your bag, um, it, it's gonna make noises and the officer will be aware that you have collected the wrong bag. So uh, this is one of the th ways of you know, managing and handling uh, uh, the bagging system. And that probably it will solve uh, for good any mistake of taking any bag that not belong to you. And they're doing it in Tel Aviv uh, airport where you wanna get on the plane, they put a sticker on your, your, your passport and a sticker on the bag that you're giving to them. And when you go there, you just pick it up and get out. Um, it's uh, serve, serve the middle management, as we said, is provide the report on the firm and the performance based on the TPS, provide answer to the routine questions with a predefined uh, producer for the answer them typically have a little uh, analytical capabilities. So, um, In the DSS and ESS, in the DSS, we said serve the little management. We said uh, the middle management um, in the DSS. In the ESS, we, we said they serve the top management or the CEOs, the C-level management, put it this way. In the DSS, they serve the middle management and the uh, lower level management. It support the non-routine decision-making example, what impact of producing a scheduling if the December uh, sales doubled. Often use an external information as well as information from the TPS and MIS model driven DSS and data driven uh, DSS. <clears throat> Lots of these tools has been used in banking and in uh, probably telco. Some of them, you see the more on a lower level management, these are standardized on routine. When it comes to the middle management, they are not standardized anymore. And you need to have a, some kind of a human uh, feedback in it. So if you're going to the, to the management in the bank, sometimes you wanna apply for a loan or a credit or anything, there are a DSS system which is connected to the middle management, but you are dealing with the frontline manager, which is, you know, the account manager or something like that. But without you knowing, he's reaching to his DSS uh, to get these uh, approvals. Uh, these approvals can be automatically set by the middle management uh, or partially, and some of them has to be approved. And this is where the decision support system which is they utilize certain application plus the MIS and the TPS. So when we talk about TPS, we also always talk about the routine processes. Uh, here we talked about the voyage, uh, for ex as an example, the voyage estimating decision support, the DSS. And it's basically, you have data, you have the dependencies, which is you have a ship uh, speeding the, sh uh, the the speed of the ship, how fast, how flexible. You have the port distance, how far, what kind of restriction that comes from the data. You have how much fuel you're supposed to consume, consume cost-wise, and you have the file of the ship charter hire histories cost. This is the and you have the port how much expense of the port to, in the DSS, 
uh, usually you will put all this information and you drive your decision accordingly to and based on your online query. So basically, if you say, and I'm going to go from point A to B, but I'm going to take a short cut, saving me uh, 50 miles, you enter the distance, and instead of 150, you enter 50 miles, and it will be done different, uh, different query. But if you say, um, I'm going to stay on that port uh, for five days, they will take the calculation of costing uh, port expenses of four or five days. All this information will be fed to the anal analytical mo model database and goes to the PC and comes as an inquiry online. Um, we said that the ESS or the executive support system uh, support the senior managers. You see, decisions, the, the lower you go in the management, the more routine, the more TPS, the more based on the processes. The middle management is a little bit more open, less TPS, less proteins. And then the higher is the ultimate, where he, mostly it's happening according to his, according to the individual decision. So it support the uh, support the senior management address usually address always the non-routine decision requirement judgment, evaluation and insight, and incorporate about external data like the new taxes, the laws, as well as summarize information from internal MIS and DSS. So it takes MIS, uh, internal information of MIS and DSS, and use it for AIS. You will see lots of CEOs top of looking at how the, their uh, company is doing in, for example, in a stock. Uh, is the shares going up and down, something like that. Example, uh, ESS that provide minute to minute view of firm's financial performance as a measured by working capital, account receivable, account payable, cash flow and inventories. Here, where is the, uh, the management, the top management is looking at all these, the accounting will be looking at his old uh, issues that he's worried about, um, HR differently, administrative, uh, manufacturing will be different, but the ESS is the top manager who looks at all these activities like account receivable, account payable of all, cash flow uh, and capital and inventories. System for linkage the enterprise. Enterprise application or ERP, um, that's one of the system that considered to be any company is the core solution, which is could be made of different, but I can tell you definitely would be part of it is a financial system and probably HR and ERP, enterprise resource uh, planning. That's what they call it. Um, then you have a system like supply chain management and the calculation of supply and timing and selecting. And then you have a system of CRM, or, which is we will examine a special CRM later on. And we have what you call a knowledge management system. And we brought the problem in the first class, at the beginning of the class about companies who send people getting trained and when they come back, they don't share the knowledge. So it ended up being very expensive. And to solve it is we can use probably a knowledge management system. And then we have an issues that uh, application, enterprise application like internet and extranet how we connect all the company, uh, all the individuals in the companies and how we connect different region or different sector with each other if they are in outside each other. As we said, ERP also known as enterprise resource planning system, collect data from a different function and store data in a single central data depositories and resolve problem from fragmented, redundant data, enable coordination of daily activities, efficient response to the customer orders, 
use a valuable information to improve the decision making. Um, coordinating is, for example, as we saw that accounting approved that the credit and once it's approved that credit, it goes to the uh, say front end to give the product to the end, con uh, end user or consumer. And these are all coordination happen through the ERP, financial, HR, um, portal, all these things happening within the ERP. In the CRM is manage the firm's relationship with the suppliers, integration, inter-organizational system, and uh, I'm sorry, this is uh, the, in the supply chain management is manage the firm's relationship with the supplier, inter-organizational system, share the information, order, production, inventory level, delivery of product and service. The goal is right amount of product to the de uh, destination with the least amount of time and cost. <clears throat> we all operate in organization where our work is depend on other organization to supply us, for example, the product, the original product units to put them and provide them, or we are in a service, but we need uh, support of other services. So through the supply chain management system, we are integrated with other organization and makes our operation this smoothly. Let's give an example. If I'm in, um, for example, in the telco services, and my goal is to sell you uh, as, uh, my, my, my telco services, which is uh, line services, but I have to give you a mobile, then I need to be integrated with the mobile suppliers, the equipment itself to set up my supply chain. So I'm not running out of it in the backyard and a bit in the warehouse for these amounts. Now we have another application which is called CRM or customer relationship management. It provides information to coordinate all of the businesses processes that deal with the customer in sales, marketing and service to optimize revenues, customer satisfaction and customer retention. It's basically, it takes a picture of 360 of your customer, his history, his, what he purchased before, what he's interested on, and that all set up in, and his contact in the CRM. So help the, the individual who trying to sell this person find or provide them service, find all the historical data, and the system will advise you on what the next thing you can do. And also integrate the firm customer related processes and to consolidate customer information from a multiple communication channel. Let's say he went to a different location, done research and left his name. And also he had a business earlier with us, is all these from other location or the same location and will consolidate all this information about that certain unit, which is called customer, could be a company or could be individual. So I'm not gonna go on a detail with this, but this is how it looked like the enterprise application and how it worked very quickly. The functional areas, we have sales and marketing, manufacturing and production. We have the finance and accounting and a human resource. We have what do you call the CRM system. And, and in the back end, we have the supply chain system connected to the customers here. The CRM system is connected to the, or serving the customers. They're serving the supply, serving the suppliers for us. And we are the customer here. We are the supplier for the customer in this side. And the processes happening within the enterprise and the knowledge management system. Knowledge management system is support processes for acquiring, creating, sorting, storing, uh, distributing, applying, and integrating knowledge, information, 
collecting, collect internal knowledge and link to external knowledge. Include enterprise-wide system for managing document, a graphic, and other digital knowledge. In a way, it minimized um, reinventing the wheel because somebody before you somewhere done it, so you can build on it. Directories of employees with expertise. So if you need somebody with a certain expertise, you can find it in, in, in the knowledge management system also. The intranet and extranet, it is the internal network built with the same tools and standards as internet used for internal distribution of information and communication to, to within employees and to employees. And it's typically utilized a private portal providing single uh, point of access of several, usually uh, lots of government that uh, uh, collect as, uh, important data that they cannot give that. They have and just internal system. Uh, may connect with company transaction system. But it's actually, these are mostly you will see a very sophisticated built-in softwares. They don't use a, a cloud because they wanna use the internal information and not to go outside. Um, <clears throat> we will have some assignment maybe in the, in the middle or end of the course about the e-business, e e-commerce, and e-government. And, but here, what we're gonna talk about it, we'll talk about about e-business is use of the digital technology and internet to drive a major business processes. And e-commerce is subset of e-business and it's about buying and selling goods and service through the internet. And then you got the e-government using the internet technology to deliver information and use to citizen employees and businesses. We have other tools, which is the social business and system for collaboration and system for social business. Um, interaction jobs are major part of the global economy. You might have people in India, in China, in USA, and you need to collaborate with them, work with them as a team. So you need to have some kind of social uh, business and collaboration system. The method includes the internet-based uh, collaboration environment. Uh, you have an email and instant messaging. You do have cell phone and uses probably smartphones. You have the social networking, maybe the wikis and virtual words, you can also utilize it. But what's a collaboration? Collaboration definition is collaboration is a working with others to achieve a shared and explicit uh, goal. Collaboration focus on tasks, or mission accomplished and usually takes a place in a business or other organization between businesses. Team have a specific mission that someone in the business assigned to them. So here is a project that I started working on it and I wanted to take a break, but I couldn't. So I decided to go in a nice place and start working from there. And I was in a small island uh, between uh, Thailand and Indonesia and Malaysia in the ocean, having an access to the internet, having the tool of collaboration, and we were uh, in integrate, uh, communication. And I was working to set up uh, an implementation services in Abu Dhabi, utilizing IBM location in France to deliver the software, utilizing Sun, uh, which is an American product, but it would be shipped from, servers will be shipped from uh, Egypt and London and utilizing the communication with our consultants, which is some of them were in Lebanon, in India and Egypt to deliver a service in Dubai. And we were one team 
collaborating with each other to deliver this thing with utilizing the tools that are available in our hand. Now, you know, with this situation these days, the collaboration is more important than ever. And it is the changing na nature of work, the growth of professional work, changing organization of the firm, changing the scope of the firms, emphasizing on the innovation and changing the culture of work and business. And basically, let me say one thing, there is a very slim chance that you're gonna have a work without a group work. And most of your life work would be outside depend on some kind of a collaboration with a group. Sometimes you have a straightforward, uh, you know, group that you work with them forever on certain tasks. And sometimes you work on a metrics level It depend on the customer or the product, you will change your position. And they usually these kind of a metrics ones in the high end organization like uh, hospitals, IT firm, consultancy, they do have these kind of uh, activities. So what's the social business? The goal of social business is to deepen interaction with the group inside and outside the firm to expedite and enhance information sharing, innovation and decision making. Um, <clears throat> social business like we have, what do you call social network? Uh, we have the crowd sourcing. We have the share workspace. We do have the blogs and wikis. We have the show, social commerce. We have the sharing, file sharing, social marketing, and communities. Now, investment in collaboration technology can produce organizational improvement returning. A, when you are working very smoothly with your group and there is no lag or miscommunication, the return on the investment is very high. And you start making more effective work, uh, doing more effective work and making more effective decisions. So the benefit is more productivity, more qualities, um, innovation happening, uh, better customer service, because you're communicating with the people who have more experience or people who has done this job or people who is involved in these products. And eventually that will generate financial performance, more profit, profitabilities, you will do more sales and more sales growth. And business uh, benefits of collaboration and social business, as we said, better quality uh, productivities, better qualities, innovation more, flexibilities there, customer services and better financial performance in field of profitability, sales and growth. So what's the requirement for the collaboration? There is two things that you require for collaboration. One is collaboration capabilities, and the second, the collaboration technology. Collaboration capability is within the human, is like you have an open culture communication, you have an open culture in your organization, you have a decentralized structure, a flat structure, you have um, a breadth of collaboration. And in the technology you use, of collaboration and social technology for implementation and operation. You use the, of the collaborative and social technology for a strategic planning. Collabor then this, if you, you can maximize these two, you will end up with the collaboration, the quality and firm performance. You might have all the technology, but you don't have an open culture or you might have an open culture, but no technology that communicate that with you. So the both has to come together hand to hand, the collaboration capabilities and the collaboration technology. But how we, the building of collaborating culture and business processes. 
you need to take away the command and control organization. No value add placed on the team of a lower level. That's where you minimize the collaboration. But once you get involved, the team on the lower level through the technology probably that can help so much. The collaborative business culture as we spoke in the previous chapter, senior manager rely on a team of employees, policies, procedures, design processes, system rely on a teams. Manager purpose is to build the team. So uh, a good leader is uh, guide the, the team and a manager usually does the operation. So if you, a good manager, you need have a purpose is to build the team and let the team work. Um, tools and technology for collaboration and social, we use some of them is like email and instant messaging. We use wikis, virtual words uh, sometimes. Uh, the collaboration and the social business platform, like a virtual meeting as we do now, Google apps, Google site and cloud collaboration services and virtual with Microsoft share, share uh, point. We have uh, IBM, Lotus Notes. Uh, we do have enterprise social networking tools and collaborative writing. Google Apps and Google Site, you have seen it and used it and made of Google Calendar, Google Gmail, Google Talk, Google Docs, Google Site and Google Drives and all these tools help you to have a better collaborations. Um, the social software capabilities is, will give you, usually you put your profile so they understand if I'm talking to X person, what his capabilities, what his ability, whether he can help me in my task or not. So the profile can be very important. The content sharing, uh, we can have the content and can be helping us to you know, uh, search. The feeds and notifications, we do the group and teamwork space and tagging and social uh, bookmarking when you click on liking something, for example, in a Facebook, it will be showing that what you like by the other uh, guys or you publishing, republishing something, it goes to others also. And also, but all these information should be there is set up and guideline with the permission and privacies. So <clears throat> the time, space, collaboration and social um, uh, tool metrics. Sometimes our work is same time and the same place. So we need a synchronous work, working on time together, and we need a, a collected face-to-face a uh, -face inter interaction. But if you have same time work, uh, but at different places, and I do have an international students within you that it, it is where you have the remote interaction, um, uh, video conferencing, instant messaging, chart and all these things. And also I have you guys, we use the same time and at different places. And then what we have a synchronous, which is, it could be a same place or a different place, but uh, it's not in the same time, it's a different time. So uh, later on when you download the course and start looking at it, it's kind of an asynchronous way. And in, when it's a different time and a different place, you need communication, coordination like email, bulletin board, blogs, asynchronous conference, a group calendar, workflow version. Each situation might need an extra tool or a less tool to, to collaborate. And this is where it drives what kind of applications in the collaboration you need is depend on the time and the place. So the formal uh, here, um, 
just to explain who is who in within the organization, you have within the IT, you have uh, IT department, you have a formal organization unit responsible for information services. And this uh, unit or department often headed by chief information officer or chief technology officer. So sometimes I say CIO and sometimes I would say CTO. CIO stands for Chief Information Officer and CTO Chief Technology Officer. Other senior position include the Chief Security Officer, CSO, you have the Chief uh, Knowledge Officer, CKO, and you have the Chief Privacy Officers, which is a CPO, and you have then the programmers and the consultant also involved in it. Um, you will have a system analysis uh, titled and the employees who do that. And you have the system or the information system managers and eventually the programmers and the end users. Also organization information system function within, they call it the IT governance and it is a strategy and policy for using the IT in the organization. And in the last class, I brought you an example of small ship versus a big boat, a small boat versus a big ship, where the maneuver in a, a small boat is easy, but a big uh, ship, it needs a strategy. And the strategy should be matching the strategy of the whole organization. So the strategy and policies for I for using IT in the organization should match strategy or policies of the organization. Decision rights, who make the decision, accountabilities, organization of information system, uh, whether function, whether you want it centralized or decentralized, something like that. So this is the end of the chapter two, and I hope uh, you enjoyed it. Thank you very much.